Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling, and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're, You're listening, listening to, to the Podmania, Podmania Pro, Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Podcast, Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. I'd lie in bed A million matches fill my head A million dreams of Tai Chi winning gold A vision, I forgot the words Hi Gaff <laughs> Hi I watched Greatest Showman recently, can you tell? I was I was actually having to think What that song I recognise it what no, well, I'm it? not a good singer Gaff but, uh... <laughs> It wasn't that, it was, a, it was I couldn't think what the fucking tune was I've heard it a gazillion times as well I love I love Greatest Showman now. I hate my friend Hannah because she met... Basically, on the last day when I was down this weekend, Gareth, we had a movie day. And we watched Deadpool 2, Scott Pilgrim, and um, Greatest Showman. And for some reason... Like, I've seen Greatest Showman... No, I haven't. I've seen Deadpool and... What the fuck is it called? Scott Pilgrim before. Yeah. But not Greatest Showman. And I fell in love with the soundtrack because, weirdly enough, Gareth, despite being the most metal-looking... Of the three of us, I am very much the softest. Oh, you're the most mellow. <laughs> I think, to be fair, I think Rob's probably the most. Oh, he, the more he's pop. He's, he go. He went to download last year. I know that. Yeah, well, there you go. That's more metal than I am. <laughs> you're you're a Britpop dad, Gaff. I am now a Britpop <laughs> daddy. Um, and that's how I feel as well. Okay. And like, I'll defend Ariana Grande. So. Yeah, everyone has their vices. Uh, I'll, she... I'll 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 defend Michael Jackson and Erasure, so there you go. But that's such a bad anyway. Um, <laughs> we're here today not to talk about music, unfortunately, although I feel a music podcast with the two of us would mostly just be us jizzing on the strokes. But um we're we're here to talk about several things, Garth. Despite it not being that busy a week, there's a lot going on. Um we have some WWE news. Um Garth will fill us in on what Heyman's Raw is like. Um, we have some predictions, mostly New Japan G1 Day 1, and then also um, Impact Slammiversary, and then we're going to jump into AEW Fighter Fest, the second event of AEW, and it, it felt like a second event. Um, <laughs> so, Gaff, how are you this week? Uh, I'm alright, like, I've watched more wrestling than I normally do, and I've enjoyed most of it. But I'm also extremely bloody tired and age is starting to catch up with us. <laughs> Start <laughs> by the fact that I'm just starting to fall a bit. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> you had a gig this weekend, so yeah, and uh, like I'm still sort of recovering. How many days are removed? Four days removed. Twenty ninth, your gig was. Yes, I, I know because Facebook kept fucking telling me. Hey, it will continue to tell you. <laughs> right, I couldn't come. <laughs> I, was, I was in Birmingham. I was on the other side of England. True, but you could you can be there in spirit. I was. I liked all the posts. I was even showing Han, my friend Hannah going, "Look, my friend's in a band, isn't he cool? Look, he's the bald one in the back." But um, 
but as opposed to the ball run at the front. Yeah, exactly. At least he has the decency to say in the shadows. Um, but yeah, um, I, I'm fine. I Thanks for asking. Um, How are you? I'm, I'm I know you're fine. I'm suffering from fine, crippling cause... sadness, Gar. That's how you're... I'm doing. You sing jolly old songs at the beginning. I, I always do that, Gareth. It hides how I'm actually feeling. Uh, speaking of hiding what I'm actually think, feeling, WWE has some new... Has, what are they? Producers? Head writers? Uh, I think uh, executive producers or something like that. Ah, it? okay. Um, so they get paid to stand there and nod. Um, we have Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff holding up Raw and SmackDown. Um, what's the word? Respectively. There we go. Uh, what do you think of this, Gareth? Uh, that was not a sound of confidence. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 good because obviously that means that they're realising something wrong, so they're doing something to try and fix it. But at the same time, it's an old man bringing in two old men. Well, we'll say Heyman. Even if something Heyman says isn't a good thing, it makes sense when he's saying it. I like Heyman, and I understand. That what what he'll bring to the table, but we have to remember that he's had fallings out about creative in the past. Yeah, but and, that, like, and it's all going to depend on whether he's actually given the freedom to do what he wants to do. Yeah, because when you look at when Heyman's given freedom, it's always the best a company has ever been. Like look it's at always, Smack, look at SmackDown when he was running it. He it's made always on the cusp of inappropriate though. Yeah, no, and, you say that when he ran SmackDown, he made matches between the same six people work like granted one of those six people were a murderer but we didn't know that at the time Gaff. <laughs> well you know um i think it, i'm interested to see where it goes i mean if if Heyman was involved in any way with raw this week it's already a massive improvement we'll get on to that in a second what i want to say about yeah. bischoff very quickly mm-hmm. is the last thing he ran was 2011 tna <laughs> yep and he was... ran that Almost into the ground. Which would be a wrestling equivalent of genital warts. Overall, it's pretty fucking bad. But, like, it's not eight. Nah, it was... It had a couple of good moments, it, but, nah, I mean... By a couple of good em- moments, it had one good feud between the Bucks and the Machine Guns, and that was it. He employed his son. He did employ That's his son, thing. who, to be fair, isn't an awful worker. I mean, we have the but, decency to just throw him in aces and eights. Oh no, he, had, he was in a fucking lethal lockdown match, wasn't he? Like yeah. Team Bischoff versus fucking Team Bischoff. God, TNA used to be the pit. Aces and Eights was good. I really enjoyed them. Aces and Eights would have been good if it wasn't following like three different invasion storylines. What? Uh, I suppose I Like but... Immortal, Fortune, fucking. Just all Main shit. Main Event Mafia? Yeah, like all shit, really. <laughs> uh, apart from the MEM, I'll always defend the Main Event Mafia. But um, the I've heard the main event Mafia came back to fucking feud with the Aces and Aces. Like, no, we already invaded here. And we had fucking Rampage Brown f- with them for some fucking region. <laughs> like, why? Fucking why? <laughs> and then fucking Tito Ortiz came in and then was gone the next week. And it's like, it's fucking not 2001. Why the fuck is Tito Ortiz there? <laughs> We're very lucky. Because he was cheap. I mean, he was contracted to Bellator. But, you know. Um, so is Ken Shamrock. Why didn't they bring Ken Shamrock? That would have been good. Um, anyway, so you did watch this week's Raw, which is apparently the first Heyman booked one. I, f- I watched the first couple of hours. I didn't I didn't catch the last hour. Ah, okay. But 
it was overall very enjoyable. Um, very different to the one I watched before that. Because um, for some it, reason you won't watch New Japan, but you'll watch Raw. Well, I don't watch Raw very often either. I only ever watch Raw normally after one of the big pay-per-views. Um, but you thought, you know what, stomping gra- the Stomping Ground post-show, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with watching that. I only watched this one because of what people have been saying. I watched it on uh, like Tuesday. I think I've, and... seen, I've seen the highlights of this one, and what I th- what got me is I just think WWE fans who only watch WWE do not know what good wrestling is to the point where anything that's not the shit, sir, uh, different things, um, is just <laughs> it, they think is amazing, and it wasn't amazing. Like it wasn't amazing, but you have to take it in the context of the quote-unquote universe it lives in so yeah and the, the actual universe not Vince McMahon's made-up universe we're having one of the best years of wrestling on record with yeah. great matches having happening every week and if you look a little bit outside your fucking little fucking bubble you'll find something amazing the thing is and we've discussed it before if it's not there in front of somebody they won't do it but I put especially if they're putting a 10 quid a month into the WWE machine I guess um to be fair, they're bringing some of that to the network. Evolve's coming, and so I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Progress and ICW followed. Yeah. And like ICW isn't all that good, but Progress is great. I can't wait to be going on Saturday. Me and Garth will be meeting, fucking throwing down the beers. Yep. <laughs> Garth won't be coming to the show unless I can convince him to stand. Nah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't think my knee can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't. I, I, I believe in you, Gav. We'll see. <laughs> but no, um, I think, I mean, had the, the, to be honest, the, the Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman thing like, was really good because going off what they've been doing the last few weeks where they've been doing tug of wars and shite like that, I think... they, just, they just went fucking batshit mental on this one and they just kicked the shit out of each other, which resulted in um, Lashley being speared through the sort of titantron. We'll, we'll get into this when we get into Fight Fest, but I like my big wrestlers a certain way. And that's beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Lashley does... When Lashley's allowed to do what he can do... Lashley's great. Lashley he's a monster. Is a, like his um, runs in TNA, like matches with Eddie Ed... Like, this is when I was still watching. Like, with Eddie Edwards, um, EC3, I think, had some good ones. James Storm, definitely. Yeah. He had some good ones there. He had a couple with... Even with friggin... Uh, Al El Patron. Yeah, um, Angle. Great mm-hmm. matches with Angle. Um, this is and this is when Angle was just starting to become bollocks. Yeah. Um. So like Lashley's great, but the only problem was um, he 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 was sort of the strong silent type, which he can't really get away with because that's sort of Brock's domain. Yeah, that's the thing. He's always lived in that shadow as well. Yeah. Um, but, but to be fair, what I think got him there was the fact that he jumps in the ring the same way as Brock, and it's sort of like. <laughs> Literally, that's the only comparison to be made, apart from the two big boys, who went on to do MMA. But like that hadn't happened yet. Yeah, but it was there. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed. The, the The good thing about it was, it was one week where most people were quite positive about it all. Normally, yeah, it's like, oh shit, this normally is raw. Unless shit, it's shit, Simon shit, Miller, shit. no one's being yeah. positive. But I will say, like, if there's nothing positive going on. There's no way for people to be positive about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, 
I do not defend going into wrestling expecting to hate it. Well, that's why they've obviously changed stuff up because they've realised somebody somewhere must be saying, "Look, Vince, these ratings aren't good enough, and Fox aren't going to take kindly to this shit, and we'll be no. we'll be on the graveyard shift." I think even like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen quality would be fine. Like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen raw wasn't that bad. But now, that's when it's now where it's bad. <laughs> and like it's not like 'cause it's not just like casual fans that are losing, but they are losing their hardcore fan base. Like you look at like not to say like I'm the biggest smack that ever smacked, but you look at me who's like watching wrestling every day. And like they lost me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, do you realise how much you have to Shit, you have to feed. You realise I watched Ring of Honor until about this time last year, Gaff. <laughs> that that's how much I shit I am willing to take. At least the at least the in ring stuff was sort of good. WWE's in ring stuff sort of stopped being decent a long time ago. I know it's so weird. Like the last amazing, like I guess Kofi versus Brian wasn't sort of a great in ring thing. That was more story. Thing. Like the last great, great WWE match that wasn't on an NXT show or 205 that I can think of is probably AJ and. Well, I guess Brock and Brian. Or, and AJ and Brock and AJ and Cena. Like, those are the last mm. things. Yeah. We haven't had a really good trilogy in a very long time. They don't like booking them. <laughs> no, they don't like booking. But the thing is, you can book a trilogy over a whole year and keep it hot. New Japan manage it. They're they're more free though. I just think it's again it's. Well, you can do it on a on. Stum- stumbling block is the man upstairs, isn't it? The man in charge. God. Well, he <laughs> thinks he is. <laughs> uh, he he did wrestle God once, and I believe he went over. <laughs> um, he Vince will put anyone over, but God, that is amazing. But um, <laughs> I mean, in addition to the the Lashley thing, which again it's it was a perfect way to open the show and to show some sort of intent. Mm-hmm. To change, and then they had um, they had like the Viking War Raiders or whatever you call it versus the New Day, and then Samojo comes down. Well, he just appears and chokes out. Um, Kofi. Um, no. Um, no. No, because Kofi's not there. It was um, Biggie and Xavier. Xavier Woods, and he chokes out Xavier Woods. Kofi comes down for the save, and then it kicks off a new match. Okay. Like a three- that's cool. So it's um, Joe with the Vikings versus New Day. This sounds like Heyman booking. Yeah, it was good. And it was like, there's obviously something going on with Joe and Kofi, which I'm excited about. Because I'm pretty means... sure that's going to be a, some, uh, Everyone Extreme Rules or SummerSlam match, Joe and Kofi. I'd love, I'd love Joe to win the belt. Same, but also I want Kofi to have like that one really good feud while champion. I guess mm. it doesn't matter because I don't watch WWE and ultimately find it pointless watching. Like WWE has to be really good for a really long time for me to even consider. And even then, they're not paying for their fucking shit until they stop being scummy. <laughs> I mean, Joe won the match, which means Kofi's got to pick up a win somewhere further down the line. I guess. Um, no, you say that. Good. We're not beyond burying people. But, you know, you're, you're saying it's good. And we're, not, we're definitely fun. not going back to watching a three-hour Raw, Raw every week. No way. It was a fun match. And, I mean... If that's the sort of stuff they're going to start putting on where there's a twist, there's actually a turn in the match, well, that's good. That's what yeah. you need on weekly TV to stop people from getting buried. But oh well. Yeah. Um, away from potentially good wrestling and on to actual fucking good wrestling. We have some predictions <laughs> to do, Gaff. 
Yeah, I know. It's a fucking... It's like WrestleMania weekend, except... <laughs> no, wait, I could take the lead for WrestleMania weekend, couldn't I? What's the scores right now? No idea. No idea. Um, is it on the website? I'm going to check it if it's on the website. It will be, because I think Rob's winning, so he'll make sure that it's been updated. Oh, fucking, he's an absolute Russo. Um, pay-per-view <laughs> pick -ums. You just call Rob a Russo? He's an absolute <laughs> Russo. There we go. Oh, fuck, he actually does have the scores. Um, it's, ele uh, it's 11 to Rob, 8 to me, and seriously, he needs to update that fucking avatar. That is not my hair. <laughs> and 4 to, four to you, Gaff. So, like, Gaff, here's what I'm proposing. Because Rob, Rob doesn't listen this far in, he'll make sure I didn't insult him at the beginning and then throw <laughs> it up. Um, what I propose we do is we team up against Rob. <laughs> Give me your points. <laughs> and we can beat Rob. Well, no, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm the the plucky underdog. What is Actually, that? no, I'm not. I'm more like from the movie Transformers, the proper Transformers movie, not oh, that cheap. Oh, the one, from the, the one from the eighties. Yes, I actually, like one. the first Michael Bay movie. I... I'm like Cup. I'm like the old veteran guy who's sort of given up. Right. But so then at the at the end, he becomes the hero and wins the day. So if this is ECW, Gaff, you're Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want me sixth retirement. Um, and I'll be Rob Van Dam, and Rob is the Sandman. <laughs> Slightly unfair. But... Right, what would you make Sh Rob then? Surely it would be if you're RVD, he would be Terry. Not Terry. Um, <laughs> he would be uh, Mike Jerry Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn was never above RVD. Right, okay, he's Mike Awesome. Yeah. He was the champion for a long time. And one day he'll leave us and screw us, Garth. That's just, <laughs> how, that's just how life works. It's not worth living. And one day everyone's going to fucking die. Now, what we have two shows coming up this weekend. And both of which I'm actually really excited for. I'm very happy... Um, this first one we're going to talk about, Slammiversary, isn't happening about two weeks from now when we're going to be headfirst into the G1. But we're going to predict Slammiversary first, Garth. Now, I, I've been watching Impact since Rebellion. Yeah. And, like, while I've been enjoying it, I am not really feeling hype for Slammiversary. Yeah, it's not, not like it was last year. No, where there was I remember being a ton Like, suddenly I was seeing people talk about Impact for the first time in, like, two, three years. Yeah, it seems to have died down a bit, but I mean, they've got some good matches on the card. They do. Um, there's no like obvious stinkers. Mm. I know you're going to say the RVD match, but like I don't, I, I don't think I RVD's think, been that bad. I think, I think it'd be fine. Yeah, like there's no like Tommy Dreamer on here. I'll put it that <laughs> way. Gross. Um, but there's a bunch of good matches. The only problem is they're not in the Rabble Entertainment Complex, which I just think we should make the fucking Impact Zone at this point because it yeah. looks great. They've got the massive big um, like video screen everything up, so they should just keep it there. Yeah, and like the big LED boards, and it makes it look bigger than it actually is. Yeah, and the crowd good there as well. I know Canadian crowds are good, so like, and they can, and there's a lot of good promotions up in Canada. There's like Smash and. Other great promotions, I'm sure. Um, here's the thing. There's one match on here that's only on Fight. Um, that's only on the Fight TV lineup and nowhere else. 
and that's for TJP Open Challenge. Now, yeah. I have a feeling it is going to be that, because it would be stupid to bring back someone like TJP, who's like, in terms of indie stars, are going to be quite expensive. Yeah. And not do something with him, so I'm, we're going to we're gonna pretend this is the case and move forward. So the TJP Open Challenge, Gareth, who's, who's answering it? Uh, it's got to be Ace Austin. Because of... I was going to say the exact same thing. They've got they've got a little bit of a storyline going on, and we'll touch on it in the um, impact sort of thing. But I think it's Austin. Yeah, I am inclined to agree with you. There's no real like other outliers. Like it's not like they're clamoring to get fucking Cody Dina. On I mean, the... unless something happens on this week's episode. I can't see it being anybody else. No, I can't think of anyone who's really left out. Does Callahan have a match? Yeah, of course he has a fucking yeah. match. Um, why wouldn't he have a match? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you, and I think Ace Austin will get his win back. I, th- I think they'll let TGP win it. You think? Like, yeah, like, he's, he's like the big return in the hero, isn't he? I guess, but like he has a ceiling, man. Yeah. I think it's just because Ace Austin's so much younger and I like seeing young guys go over. I mean, the fact that he got squashed. It was a squash. That match. Either he gets his win back this week or, or he yeah. It, or he gets yeah. Buried, yeah. So, yeah. I can see it going either way, to be fair. Yeah, um, but I'm going to go with, um, with Austin to win or whoever answers the challenge to win because I guess that's how we do open challenge predictions. Um, also, we have Killer Cross versus Eddie Edwards, which I should like more, but also like the only real high point for me was when Sandman got waterboarded. <laughs> like, did we do anything to, um, for this on this week's Impact? They did. Um, Eddie Edwards was in the church, sort of going to confess his sins. Is this the um, same church where Bully Ray said he was going to murder Mr. Anderson's pa- family? <laughs> it's one where uh, Team 3D will put the rest. <laughs> um, oh no it wasn't was it the the Dudleys were put to rest yeah and team, also Team 3D came out so so was Aces and Eights yeah um, god just I mean TNA's awful maybe it is but I don't know but uh, basically Killer Cross turns up and just says sort of um, yes you've sinned both sinned blah 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 and then Eddie Edwards leaves because he says we can't do this here it's a house of God Um <laughs> And then Killer Cross, the priest comes and says, have you come to sort of confess? And he was like, yes, I have. How long have you got? Take a seat. <laughs> and then does that crazy laugh that he does. <laughs> yeah, okay, I love Killer Cross. Um, yeah. here's I the think it would be a good match. It should be, but here's the thing. Is Sandman been freed yet? Nope. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is Sandman just dead? Is this like when Edge killed Paul Bearer? <laughs> I think he might be like. Oh man! Oh wow! I like. I have mixed feelings on the death of Sandman, but um, I'm going cross here. I think he needs the victory more than Edwards. Yeah, I'm gonna go the same. Oh, fucking stop! What did, <laughs> what did, what did Rob go? He went Edwards. Rob went Edwards. Yeah. So, eh, I did, I don't, I don't know. But I first blood though. Like I guess it's a good way to. But again, I can see Edward splitting himself open because you know he's fucking kooky. Oh, we saw his bloody killer cross. I mean, last uh, last week they did the thing where Edwards um, was 
supposedly stamping down on Killer Cross in the hallway, and there was blood everywhere. I guess so. Oh. Maybe this would be Cross getting his win back. I don't know. Isn't isn't this one the? It's the first blood match. Yeah, it's the first blood match. I, I literally just said that, Gaff. Right. <laughs> That's what I mean to think. I was like, eh? oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cross will win that. I'm still going Cross. No, in the first blood match, it doesn't really fucking matter who loses. Um, no. Tessa versus Sammy. It's an interesting one. It's, um, it is an interesting one. I'm not sure how I feel about the build. It's, it's been, been very right. domestic violence. Some of some of it has been very sort of, uh, you girls shouldn't be wrestling. Uh, exactly. It's, that it's sort basically of thing. Rather than Bertie all over again. R- rather than coming out and saying like, um, like her coming out and oh, like it would have been good if Tess had come out and done that open challenge. Maybe. And then Edward and then sort of Sammy Callahan had answered it saying, "Yeah, come on." Maybe. Um, Tess has already beaten both Chris at this point, hasn't she? Yeah. All right. So. I don't know. They're also having one at fight at the brewery, aren't they? Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I'm going Sammy on this one. Ah, yeah. I think. Yeah, as much as I'd like Tessa to win, I think. I don't think. Either way, I don't think Tessa is going to come out this looking any weaker. No. I think she'll. I think she'll almost beat him, but I think he'll just something will happen where he'll just get the the edge. I can see that. I'm gonna go Tessa just because I think if they do want, because I'm all I we've talked about this a lot, Gaff. I, I I'm all for more intergender wrestling and impact because mm. at the end of the day, they need to make have themselves not look like just another um, yeah. promotion with a shit TV deal because otherwise they're basically MLW. So <laughs> yeah, they might as well build it. Like I'm still for ditching the women's t- I'm awful well not maybe ditching maybe making like the X Division Championship into gender or uh, yeah, like open to all yeah and, then, like, and also the tag titles and then keep the world title and the women's title separate yeah um, I'm off of that so I'm going to go for Tessa just so I can just because I think it's the best way to keep this it's basically an experiment going yeah this is touring I mean they're sort of dipping their toe aren't they yeah, um, I'm going for... This is mostly going to be a tag match, wasn't it? It was going to be Tessa and Scarlet versus OVE. Yeah, but obviously Scarlet is no longer there. Yeah, because <laughs> fucking pay your fucking... Like, very quickly, if you're going to have contracts, have enough to fucking pay people. Anyway, <laughs> um, next we have LAX versus Rascals. Yep, and should be a good match. It should be I mean, good. Like, they've had a couple of matches already, and they've all been pretty great. Apparently um, they've had some really, really good matches in PWG, so... Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see. I mean, they had, they did have a match on this week's Impact. It was the Rascals and Laredo Kid. Ooh. Oh, nice! I remember that. I remember Versus... seeing them turn turn up the week before. Yeah, it was good. It was really good, good match. Um, there was just too much going on. Yeah, that, it, that makes sometimes. Sense. Um, actually, you know what? LAX are actually regulars of progress, mm-hmm. which. A surprises me considering they're New York regulars, but also B, they're not fucking coming to the Newcastle shows <laughs> or the Manchester show. It's like, come on. Maybe they just don't like coming to the UK. <laughs> Maybe they, no, I think they just like London. No, they've come to Manchester before. That's a shame. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm going LAX. I want to go Rascals. Mm, no. Just, uh, just as much as. Uh, like LEX are great and they are the best tag team. I think it might be good and fun to see what the Rascals could do with it. 
It would be. Um, actually, you know what? I, LAX have sort of burned through the entire tag division at this point. On weekly TV, which annoys me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm actually going to change my mind. I'm going for the Rascals as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not. I'm not like 100% sure that they will, but I think I would like to see it. I'd, to see it shaken up. It might be a bit more interesting than LAX unless we just rapidly start bringing in tag teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob has also went for Rascals, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Um, RVD versus Moose Gaff. Now, <sighs> I think we're not always sure this going. Right, his think. I think RVD hasn't put anyone over since he's come in. Like he hasn't been pinned or submitted. Moose is the perfect person to put over, especially since he hasn't really won a big match since losing to Aries last year. Oh. So um... I'm go. I'm going for Moose. <sighs> You're going to see RVD, aren't you? And it's going to kill you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think... Yeah, I'm, I think RVD will win. I just... Honestly, I just don't see him putting anyone over. The way he bigs himself up, and it's not like a promo, it's literally just him talking. RVD isn't beyond putting people over, though. He put he put over Lionheart in um, ICW when, I turned, when he turned up there. Isn't this RVD's proper first pay-per-view match along. Yes, unless you count United We Stand, which I fucking don't. That was mm. an awful show. Nah, I'm, I'm going RVD. You're going Sorry. RVD. <laughs> um, the, the Monsters Ball match with Sue Young, Rosemary, Jessica Havoc and Taya Valkyrie. Now, like to be honest, considering how Sue Young and Taya can't really work, this is probably the best way you could do this. I think this is going to be good because Sue Young's okay. Um, Young's good. She's um, but Sue Young, Rosemary. Actually, all four women are willing to do stupid shit. So, <laughs> like, literally, I've, I've I've seen all of them do stupid shit. So, yeah. Um, yeah. it's a good way to protect Havoc. Like, she's probably not gonna win. No, I'm I'm going for Rosemary on this one. So am I. I want Rosemary to win very badly. Uh, yeah, I do. Again, it's it just it's an interesting dynamic to see what she should do with the belt. Rosemary's probably my favourite. In terms of promos, she's probably my favourite in Impact, actually. I, I do love Rosemary. <laughs> Fancies himself a diplomat children. It's just, it plays to my inner fucking emo gaff. Which is <laughs> weird, because I never had an emo face. But, like, I love Rosemary. She's just great. <laughs> well, she's, yeah. She's, the thing about her is she's just hard-hitting as hell. Yeah, but... she she's probably my favourite all around in TNA in terms of like yeah. everything. Um, also, I love Jordan Grace, who, a, who they are fucking wasting. I know. Why is she not in this? Um, I don't think I she, I don't think she does many hardcore much hardcore stuff. So I think she'd be a mm. tiny bit of a liability here. Yeah. Like yeah, I think well... they're trying to use Slammiversary. So because last year they did it to sort of put forward this ECW. Aesthetic. I think we're going to try and continue that this it's, year. They kind of use it as a bit of a reset. Yeah. Like a soft reset, and then obviously Bound for Glory is the big one. So we're, And shit. Last year's was shit. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was, it was watchable. It, had, it was watchable. That's the least I asked from wrestling, Gaff. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when someone goes, oh, that book was really readable. Really? You could fucking read it? Well done. Mm-hmm. Like, you know I get watchable is basically how I describe most WWE pay-per-views. 
like, <laughs> Bound for Glory had last year had the Johnny Mundo Aries match, which was only good because I because th- we thought they were shooting. I love that. Brilliant. I know it was when you put it in your top three of the year, didn't you? Yeah. You fucking weirdo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm I've we've all went through Rosemary here. We're like we're all basically copying each other. Oh. Um. It's, it's, yeah. It just makes more sense, really. I'm like, happy to stick with it. I'm happy to stick Mostly because it doesn't really matter if we win or lose now. Um, <laughs> Swan versus Impact for the X Division Championship. I do not care about this fucking match, Gaff. I, I do. I, I know you I, do, but like you're the I Impact think, guy. I think it's, again, it'll be a really good match. I mean, these two guys... Are very athletic with no psychology. I wish... I wish fucking Johnny Mundo Impact Morrison would just <laughs> stop doing... Starship pain. He can't do it. Just stop it. It's a shit move. It's nothing. He used to be able to do it. But like, it doesn't look pain. It looks just, more painful to him. Just go back to the, doing the Spanish fly and the moonlight drive or whatever it was we called. Yeah, that neck breaker. And also, yeah. um, like he used to just do like a normal corkscrew moonsault, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think I think Rich Swan's going to come uh, keep the belt here. Um. So... Because someone somehow somewhere uh, Johnny Bravo is going to get involved with that red X at some point, but I think it's going to backfire on him. Yeah, I think it's going to be Mundo because they just want something on on him. Yeah, I suppose they do. Like, and, and, and honestly, anything that keeps him from a world title scene makes me happy. I think what the, what they might be looking at as well because they are they do seem to be sort of knocking about all the time is Rich Swan and Willie Mack as a team maybe. Yeah, because we do need tag teams. So, like, honestly, take the belt off Swan and then have Swan mm-hmm. and Mac as a team. I'm, yeah, I, I can see that. I think that's the best logical way of doing it. And also, I'm going with Impact because you and because we have a lot of similar predictions, and I need to put myself apart from you two fucking somehow. Because <laughs> um, I think we share predictions on most matches. So yeah, it's, it's turning into a takeover. Um, <laughs> next, we have Cage versus Elgin, which is the main event, and. They've managed to build a good mat, um, a, have a good build without Cage being there for most of it, which I think is good. The what they, they did really well was uh, with his return. Yeah. They didn't announce it for next week, but he came back that week. No, exactly. It, it was a good direct. Yeah, really good. And um, this is a hard one to call because they really have put a lot of time into it, Elegant. Yeah, but and they've made him look like an absolute great. monster. It is very hard to call because also Cage only just won the belt. But then again, yeah. Impact aren't exactly beyond short title range. Look no, at no, no. L- look at fucking Penta. Mm-hmm. So it's hard, um, it's hard to call, really. I th- I think Cage is gonna retain. You do? Yeah. I'm gonna go Elgin. Just again, just to be different from you and Rob. <laughs> um, because really, like, it's not it's not you and fighting. I yeah. think if Cage hadn't been out with the injury. Or the supposed injury, maybe him and Elgin would have had a couple more sort of like a blow off at this point. But honestly, I, I can I can see Elgin winning it and then there being a rematch. Yeah. Um, what what I see somewhat happening is Cage because I think they want to put Cage as sort of an underdog in this situation. Mm-hmm. So have Elgin win it, bring back the Bound for Glory series, and then have Cage win the Bound for Glory series. Yeah, I wish they would because that was such a 
entertaining thing. It was, apart from the first year we did it, where no one knew who was doing what was doing who. <laughs> like you couldn't keep track of it. Like we need a sort of structured thing because it's basically a single block G one. Yeah, but not as good. Sorry, Gaff. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the last Bound for Glory series had fucking crimson in it. I'm pretty sure. Bound for last time we did it was like in 2013 or something mad like that. Bound for Glory series. Well, like a proper, like points based. Yes. Hang on. Yeah, the yeah. last time we did it was 2013. We only did it for three years. Jesus. Um, the last winner winner of it was AJ Styles beating Magnus. The, the best the best one was when it was like James Storm. And I think Samoa Joe was sort of at the top of the table. And the... I think that is, that is 2012. And Joe kept getting wins with submissions and stuff like that. It was really good, really entertaining. See, and everyone um, got a good amount of wins. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone got over in some way. Um, don't know, I think 2013 was the best just off of... Apart from it had fucking Jay Bradley in it, and who the fuck remembers Jay Bradley? Is an American professional wrestler, best known for his time in total non-stop act. Of course it fucking is. Oh, he's also in WWE developmental, because of course he fucking was. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think, especially with the current roster, which is pretty strong. Not as strong as it was last year when you had Penta. But, you know, it's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I think we should bring it back. And, honest, and we went away from the subject here. I think Elgin's going to win. Because Elgin did not come to, uh, did not turn away what I assume is a decent wage packet in Japan to squalor in Impact. Yeah. I get that. But yeah, um, I, again, I'm basically halfway just trying to separate myself from you and Rob. Well, anyway, on to wrestling that I care about a lot more. Um, and that's New Japan Pro Wrestling, Garth, because... The big G1 Climax thing is happening. <laughs> the 29th G1 Climax. Um, winners including Tatsuya Naito, Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, Shinsuke Nakamura, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Masters for Modern Month, you also have Matteo Chono, um, Antonio Inoki back when it was the MSG series. Actually, you know how bad Inoki was at fucking put- putting himself over? <laughs> he had Andre the Giant go undefeated through the through a G1 until he came across Inoki. Fucking hell. Like, fucking... That's Andre the Giant, man. <laughs> anyway. Are you, are you going to be watching at least the first day, Gaff? Uh, I'll let you use my fucking New Japan World Pass. There's just too much. It's just too much to watch. That's you don't need to watch the full thing, but like, can you at least watch some recommended matches? <sighs> so, like, at least your match at the end of the year isn't just AEW and TNA. <laughs> um, it could be WWE on there. I know, right? And like, fucking, I know you're lost cause when I'm trying to recommend you Stardom because every time I tell you about Stardom, you're just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but um, like, fucking, New Japan is very accessible. I'm letting you use my password. I don't see why you wouldn't. I like it. It's just the time to do it. <laughs> I'm not saying watch everything, Gaff, but I'm saying watch the big ones. I'll. I mean, you expect no, you're expecting Rob to watch Slammiversary. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> because fucking Johnny Impact in a fucking semi-main event, and he's awful. 
Anyway, Gaff, we're going to be doing a prediction of the full show because, like, apparently when um, Rob didn't think I just meant the single matches because fucking... But to be fair, there's only four matches underneath, so it can't be that hard. So, Gaff, I'm curious how many of these people you've act- you will actually remember. Um, <laughs> we have the Gorillas of Destiny taking on Rapungi 3K. Yep. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> this should be interesting. Um... I mean, I don't know the story behind it, so it's I don't not, really know. Basically, it's the junior champions. But, oh, no, they're not the junior champions anymore. But it's a, basically a standard junior team versus heavyweight team type yeah, of right. affair. I'll go with the Gorillas then. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. very, very, very rarely put over juniors. Um, second match is Shota Umino and Ishii versus Narita and Cobb. So, like, neither Ishii or Cobb's taking a pin here. They're both no. B-block people. One of these young lions are taking a pin. It's hard not really know what's going on with them. Right, I'm Nari- going to go... Narita I'm gonna go, is the one who is in best, best of Super Genius. I'm going to go Cobb. Cool. I'm going to... Cobb to, t- t- take the pin, uh, to get the pin. Right, I think I'm going to go with Ishii because... He's a big wrestling. Like, ba- no, basically because Ishii hasn't had a big... He's never open like champion, so... I think the champion should get the win here. Yeah. Um, although I, I'm looking forward to Cobb versus Ishii, that's going to be stiff. Um, yep. Maybe. Um, next we have Yoshi. <laughs> fucking channeling me in a close to Kingston. <laughs> um, Yoshiashi and Goto versus Owens and Jay White. They can't let Jay White lose here, can they? Here's the thing he doesn't need to take the pin. So you mean Goto's going to go over there? <laughs> Basic, what you basically need to look at, Gaff, is one, not everyone hates Goto as much as I do. I don't hate Goto. Every I know time you I don't. Because you, right. you don't watch... <laughs> Gaff, like, you don't... I, I, I just... What are you trying to say is, I'm not coming in from a hip, hipster angle here. <laughs> I'm not a hipster. I'm not a hipster, Gaff. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm getting into more obscure... It doesn't matter about earlier today I watched a big Japan death match, right? Fucking right! I um, might be a hipster, but what you need to look at here, Gaff, is who's more likely to take a pin over Yoshihashi and Chase Owens. I'd probably say Yoshihashi. You'd think, you think like Chase Owens. I guess we both had title matches this year, but I know Yoshihashi. I think they're trying to play the it's an unjust thing that he's not in the G one, which is stupid. <laughs> it's totally justified that he's not in the G one, but actually, I'm gonna say. Yoshihashi and Goto win it, and Goto gets the pin. Cool. Um, I'm going to go with Team J, just because I, I, I love me some Switchblade. Like, <laughs> blade me daddy. Um, <laughs> oh, they just added him to Firebro, and I got the DLC for free. It was great. Because <laughs> if, if you had the previous DLC, you got the, you got it for free. It was great. <laughs> um, next we have Liga, Juice, and Yano versus Bushi, Shingo, and Naito. Honestly, I think this is just a way to get Liger on the card. Yeah. He won't win though, will he? Um, no, he's not in the G1. Like, it's either going to be Shingo, Naito, Juice, or Yano winning here. No, Yano's not even in. No, he isn't. Yeah, he is. Um, um, I'm going to go Team Bushi. Uh, you mean, uh, so you think LIJ? Cause yeah, LIJ. It's Shingo and Naito who are both like more likely to get have good tournaments than Juice and Yano. 
So maybe yeah. we'll put Juice, um, Juice over just so we get some kind of win. Um, well, he was sort of making a bit of like steam earlier in the year, and he wasn't. Kind of, but not really. Like he was the US champion, and they've sort of, despite it being... looked like it was a bit of a sort of false start, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, last year he had a run as US champion, beat Jay White in a really good match. The like the main 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 problem is they kept having him lose in the G one because he was in a block with all the champions. Yeah. So he so the US championship became de facto the worst championship. <laughs> and like that's below the never belt, which like has not had more than one defense for most reigns in the last year mm. or so. So um, I'm I'm gonna go with LJ as well, mostly because it's a more cohesive unit and Shingo and Naito have more. I think Shingo will go over just because. He does need to look strong, considering he's a junior. In the biggest air quotes in the fucking world, but he's a junior. <laughs> and also, I think after he'll be um, LIJ of one of the most over things outside of the U outside of Japan. So yeah. Um, although they were just at RevPro, they had like a whole LIJ event in Manchester, which I'm sad we couldn't go to. Can't get many of these things. No, um, but I, I was in Birmingham anyway. But anyway. Um, we when we get onto actual block matches, we have Osprey versus Lance Archer. Of Vance Archer, if you used to watch WWE Superstars back oh, in the day. I was day. just going to say that. <laughs> there you are, the most hideous fucking uh, black trunks. Or oh, was it was it like one leg missing? That's I vile. I don't know, Gaff. I, I, I don't I'll, remember, I'll remember his WWE one. I only knew about his WWE one because you told me on the way home from Blackpool. I remember. He was in one of the games. Oh, is that why you remember? Yeah. Ah. Um, I can't see what else we're losing. Here's the thing, I can. There's always surprises on the day one of the G1. Mm. And oh. Lan- and Osprey already has a win over Archer. Lance Archer is a bit of a big bastard, isn't he? He's, he's a very big bastard. I say that, he's Drew Galloway size. Yeah, well, yeah, looks like a fucking monster. He is a monster. <laughs> no, Drew Galloway's a fucking monster. What are you talking uh-huh. about? Um, you know, You know Eddie Dennis? Imagine mm. Eddie Dennis, but built. Kind of like that. Uh, I'm still going to go Osprey. It's the I, obvious choice. I'm going Archer. Both me and Rob think it's going to be Archer. Because it's also his hometown. You're Archer? Yeah. All right. Like He's part of the reason the show sold out. Because he actually went and canvassed. <laughs> which is partly what got him into the G1. So. I'm going Archer, right. just give him that one reward, because he's not going to get a ton of victories in this block. Yeah. And I think Osprey's sort of the one he can get away with. Um, next is for King of Darkness, Evil, versus a <laughs> Bad Luck Farley. Um, I know about Evil, I don't really know much about Farley. Okay, I know so... he gets pissed up, like, ridiculed a bit. Here's the thing about Farley. Last year he didn't lose, he didn't get pinned or submitted, but he only came away with three victories. Because um, the gorillas kept interfering, so like I'm sort of glad that no one else is about. I can see Fallow doing it. He's always built as this big um, hurdle to beat. Yeah. Like he never finish. He very rarely finishes near the bottom of a block. I'll go with Fallow just because evil just seems like the obvious choice on this one. <laughs> and you don't want to go for the obvious choice in all of them. Not in all of them. <laughs> Next we have Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. And very quickly, I'm very sad that Zack Sabre Jr. doesn't come out to Idols anymore. 
Is it a licensing thing? It, no, it is, because he only did it in progress. But, like, no. it's fucking great. <laughs> it's a fucking great song. Just motherfucker. Amazing. <laughs> um, who, do, who do you think is going to win? Sonata. Same. Um, even him. Um, yeah. And I don't know why you'd stop pushing him, to be honest. Mm. Like, he's just great. And, again, um, Zach can pick up big victories elsewhere. Um, he can continue his thing with Bushi, etc. I think it's going to be Sonata. Sonata was a low-key VAP. Like, he didn't put on any, like, amazing five-star matches last year. But he was very consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, always, like, an 8 out of 10 or above. Like, he sort of stayed around that range. He never got, like, a match of the year, but always had a great... His match with Zack, actually, last year was great. And his match with Ibushi. That's the problem with a G1. So many good, great matches sort of get passed over. It's because there's so much going on. <laughs> there is so much going on. Like, there's... A, a, on a on a bad week, like twenty matches a week, so no, that's just too much. <laughs> right, I know, but like it's great. They're great matches, and they're on early in the morning, so that like, I can get up, have my coffee, eat my porridge. Um, I that's a lie. I don't I don't eat breakfast. I'm not a healthy person. Um, but like drink my coffee, a little bit of coconut milk in there, um, and enjoy some just bloody good wrestling, Garth. Apart from this one, because this is an an American show, but you know what I mean. It'll still be fine. It'll be weird. Uh, anyway, next up we have Kenta versus Coach Ibushi, a fucking dream match. Is this his first match back, Kenta? Uh, well, back is a well bad you know choice. What I mean. Um, yeah, this is his first match since leaving WWE. Um, he was looking good earlier this year. To be fair, was old Kenta. Yeah. Looking a bit stocky, but you know. It's good though. I'm gonna go Kenta because he's new. <laughs> and it's a I mean if he beats Ibushi it's a big deal. It is, but also I'm going with Ibushi because I think this is his G one. Yeah, you can recover from that. <laughs> um as long as Ibushi doesn't meet Naito, because Gaff, but Ibushi and Naito have been having the type of feud you take. Because they're trying to murder each other. No, I don't mind a bit of that. But, like, a bit outside of kayfabe. Like, did you, have you seen the German suplex that um, Ibushi took? On the apron? On the apron, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, it's a very rough thing. I kind of don't want them to touch because while the matches are great, uh, um, <laughs> this is actually the first year one in two years where Ibushi and Naito haven't met, which is interesting. But, yeah, no, I'm going to Ibushi because I think it's his G1 and we're going to want him to start strong. Yeah. And next up, we have Kazushika Okada versus Tanahashi. Holy shit. Holy shit. I love this is there a story going into this one? Um, Tanahashi's well, is a... injured as fuck. Well, he always is. <laughs> no, he's really injured. He's really injured. He doesn't, hasn't been done the high fly flow in the last few matches because he can't. He just doesn't fucking stop. That's his problem. He looks like Martin Janetti. <laughs> what? When he's caught off his face? Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, like he, the, Tanner hasn't been good, in a, good since actually his match with Jay White and Kenny. He got pretty banged up. Mm. And, like, his match with Zaka, um, MSG wasn't great, and then he took time off. And this will be his, like, his first big match back. Yeah, I can see a card of winning that one. Here's the thing I see it being a draw. 
Because these two have never had a G1 match match that didn't end in a draw. It's time to stop. No, you think, but also an Okada Tanahashi match at this point in their rivalry can't go um, less than thirty minutes. Really? If he's no, as injured as you say, he was as injured as this last year. Like. It's starting to catch up for him because of ring rust, but I'm pretty sure by the time he's here. Like, Tanahashi's the type of person who will just go flat out no matter. Unless he's against a junior because he's cunty that way. But, <laughs> like, he didn't even give um, Prince Divert 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. That's not good, crap. No. Um, but I, I can see this being a draw. Yeah. And Rob sees it being. Okay, I should probably quickly read Gobbs. Um, Robs? Ah, Robs. Fuck's sake. Um, Greta to Destiny, Team Cobb, Team Goto, Team LAJ, Archer, Evil, Sabre Jr., Kenta, Okada. So, hang on, does that mean all of us have different picks going into this? Going into the, this main event, Okada, Draw, and Tanahashi? Draw. Oh. Who did you pick for this? Uh, Okada. Alright, then no. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this, guy. For G1, is both the best and worst time of my year. Why? Oh, it's the because best. Because there's so much wrestling. There's so much wrestling, but oh my god, what wrestling. Like, I kind of stop watching everything else around this time of year. As opposed to... Right, I do watch other things, guys. <laughs> you can't talk about them on the fucking podcast because all oh, the too niche. Let me talk about Joshi, goddammit. <laughs> Which is right, we will get to do a little bit during this next segment, which is the fucking Fighter Fest review. Gaff. Happening in Daytona Beach in California during the CEO fighting festival or whatever the fuck. You know, because you know what I want to do, Gaff, during a weekend? It's go to a place and watch people play video games. That's what I really want to do. That's really my only desire in life. I'd like to do that. To be fair, though, that, I've, I've heard, like, um, I know someone who went to the Pokemon World Championships and that was apparently really fun. Um, but to be fair, I just want to go to hug one of those massive Pikachus. What? They have, like, massive Pikachus that, like, walk around, and I want to hug them. Why come? What? It's a bit freaky. It's like a massive Pikachu. Yeah, but also it's adorable, and I want one. <laughs> just go to this fair and win one. But no, because they're, like, humans in a Pikachu suit. <laughs> and I want to hug them. Look, look, Gaff, I don't, I don't get much physical love in my real life, okay? I just want to hug a Pikachu. That's because you're, you're uh, looking for the wrong woman on Tinder. <laughs> to be fair, Gaff, I don't know if I've shown you, but I just mess with people on Tinder. <laughs> like, I just ask some shit about Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it's probably not going to go down well. <laughs> no, it doesn't go down well, but what most I ever get is, oh, don't know, babes. And it's like, one, don't call me babe. You don't know me. <laughs> Two. Hey, babes. <laughs> Two. Fucking. You're the person complaining, oh, don't just say hi. I didn't just say hi. I asked you about Winnie the Pooh. Who else is doing that? No one. Fuck you. Um, but to be honest, I normally just do it. Scam, take a screenshot and send it to my friends to get an actual answer. Because, you know, I can fly solo if I want. Um, well, hey. Anyway, Gaff. Fighter Fest. Yes. I did not like the aesthetic. Why not? <laughs> because fucking they're based at a fire fest. No, I thought it was 
I thought it was fine. I thought it was a good tongue-in-cheek sort of wink-wink thing. Yes, but also if you're trying, which is fine for an indie promotion, but they're trying to be more than just another indie promotion. Yeah, nah, but they're, they're just having fun, aren't they? I guess, but also, again, they're trying to reach a mainstream audience here. Yeah, well, I, I haven't really heard anyone complain about it. I mean, so, like some of the... You've like, heard me complain about it now, Gaff. Yes, but you're not their demographic. I am their demographic. No, they're trying to. I think they're trying to bring in, sort of, the by getting buzz th- from smacks. Well, they want that, but I think they also want to convert the WWE people. Like you can't tell me they're bringing in people like the best friends and not trying to get marks or oh, Michael totally Nakazawa are. from DDT. They totally are, but I think the way they're presenting it as a bit of everything. I mean, it is. It is like. A variety show. It is like early taste TNA. Um, I mean, like I mentioned before, like my friends who predominantly watch WWE watch this, and they were that that was one thing that they commented on. They said they liked the the thing that they were sort of taking the piss out of Fight Fest, and the way it was shot with the sort of piss take documentary style thing. I guess. I, I thought it was. I thought it was excellent. I thought the the, the stuff with Kenny. When that, he was fucking... That was alright. For a pre-show skit, that was alright. I don't think we needed the fucking bikini models, well. Nah, that was just... A, that, that was a that very Russo thing to do. It was, and it was also, you can tell it was a sort of wink and a nod to how it used to be. Yeah, and which, like in surprise, doesn't make you very happy. <laughs> that shit never really bothered us. Anyway, um, the, the English girl commentary on the pre-show was awful. Who was that? I don't fucking... Um, Logan, Sammer, or Golden Boy. One of the two. Either no way, idea. he was awful. Don't hire him again. <laughs> I don't know. He what did you think no. of the commentary on the pre-show, at the very least? I thought it was alright. It was... I mean, um, Excalibur's good. He, Excalibur's he's, great. Um, knows his stuff. Um, the other guy, whoever that was, was fine. The English guy, again, I didn't know he was. I didn't really... Too much attention, to be fair. They were, they were all right. They weren't the worst thing I've ever heard. It, it wasn't, but like also, you just watched Raw earlier this week, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so the first match was the best friends of Chucky T and Trent Barada versus the SU team of Frankie Kazarian and Scarlet Sky and the private party team of Isaac Cassidy and Mark Quinn. What did you think? I thought it was a perfect kickoff match. It was. It was very was... kinetic. It was a lot of fun. It was. Um, this is the word that, when I was writing my notes down, came up a lot. Was fun. It was a fun match. And it was, um, yeah, like you say, it was like high energy. What's the private party's gimmick? Um, I don't really know. And that's thing, I couldn't quite get a grasp on what the fuck they were meant to be. I enjoyed them. But they were fine. Um, they were like a good X division team. Mhm. Um, um, and I still think Frankie Kazarian's such a great wrestler. Kazarian's great. Scorpio Sky's good, if not a little cunty. And, of course, Chuck and Trent are just solid. So, like, this is always going to be good. Um, this wasn't great. Like, I saw you and Rob put an 8 out of 10. I don't agree with that. I've, no, I've, I've gone 7th. I'd also go 7. Some of the private party stuff, it was quite obvious for quite new or quite young. So- I liked some of the spots that they had, the, the some, sort of... Um, we had some good ones, but also... Really good sort of shooting star press by Mark Quinn, is that what he's called? I, I, I haven't committed either of them to memory yet. 
Another one with sunglasses who kept them on for the whole time. I thought that was quite yeah, cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, and um, then uh, Frankie Kazan picked them up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're both really good, but they're a bit small. But then again, Beyond, this is a company with Beyond Buck, so you can't and, really uh, hold Jungle back Boy. them. Yeah, and Jungle Boy and fucking Marco Stunt. So, um, thing is, again, like, the way, especially one of them did like an Asai moonsault, and it looked a bit naff. It was alright, right, but like it was, it wasn't like polished. Um, the shooting star press—I forget who the fuck did it. Again, I haven't committed either of them to memory yet. Um, was that was a pretty perfect shooting star press. So mm. this is fun. Um, the Chucky T and Trent won with a Storm Zero. Yeah. And you know what? The best friend out of those teams, like if it was Kazarian and Daniels, I'd be going for them. But like other teams, there that's your best call. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was um, day one. I think they got they've got a really good pop as well. Like um, yeah, because but it's full of smarts who watch New Japan. So then you got the match that the <sighs> celebrations interrupted. Yeah, by the Dark Order. The Dark Order. I don't. But the, I, I don't remember. I haven't seen the Super Smash Bros. wrestle in years, Garth. I'm actually curious how they wrestle. But I mm. still don't know why they weren't in this match. I think, well, it's all just setting up, wasn't it? It's um, where they said they picked the best friends as their first sort of opponent. Alright, that's probably going to happen at Fight for Fallen. And again, there's already quite a few tag matches at Fight for Fallen. But, you know. That's only a couple of weeks as well. I know. Um, I'm not even sure I'm, I'm, if I'm going to watch it, to be honest. I'll see I'll see what you say about it and then watch it. Um, but it still, they came in, the pawns had, came, lights went out, pawns were gone. You know, standard shit. Like, fucking, ooh, we're spooky. Um, but the next match, that scared me a lot more than the Dark Order did. It was Ali versus Lever Bates, otherwise known as Blue Pants. And this is totally the worst part of the film. This wasn't very good. Lever Bates, guess how old she is? 28? 36. Wow. Um, actually, how old is Ali? Ali she is... must be early 30s. Yeah, she is 31. But still, like, I'm not sure if it's because Ali isn't great, because unless Ali's getting stabbed in the throat, I generally don't care about her <laughs> matches. Um, and really, I don't care about her matches until she's getting stabbed in the throat. But Lever Bates, um, she's not getting very good reviews, but most of them are coming after Fighter Fest, so. Mm. Um, but you know she's mostly known for blue pants. It was just the whole the whole librarian thing with Peter shite, Avalon, yeah. is it? Peter Avalon, yeah. Um, it was a bit shitty. Um, the match wasn't great. It wasn't. I don't like I don't like that Ali character. I like the dark Ali much much better. Yeah, because she's basically Rosemary but smaller. Yeah, but this whole happy clappy thing is just. Just look. It doesn't fit the black hair, does it? <laughs> and when she's acting all fired up, it just doesn't seem real. I don't believe it. Which is weird. Like, yeah. didn't one? Didn't she used to be known as Cherry Bomb or whatever? On the indies, the, yeah, the Cherry bun, Bomb, Bunny something or whatever she's called. Oh fucking! I hate it. Oh, although, like, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's very hard to even care. I I don't remember anything from this match. I didn't take I any. What, I didn't take any notes for it. The best part of this whole match. Was when it cut backstage to Brandy, and she was watching the match. And there, one of the commentators says, uh, 
it's nice to see Brandy watching from a sensible angle. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, co- I'm getting slightly sick of those jokes. Like, I get it. It was funny the first time it happened. They, they, there were a couple of them in this show. Yeah. A I've... couple of sort of... Uh... Yeah, it was it was fine. Ali won. No one cares. <laughs> no. Um, five out of ten. Five out. Yeah, literally. Just like, there's nothing right here, but there's nothing wrong here. Um, Nakazawa versus um, Alex Jabelli. Now, this has a lot wrong with it in the sense that Alex Jabelli isn't a fucking wrestler. He's a thingy. Um... He, he runs the CEO fighting thing. Yeah. So... And he has some gaming peripherals. Yeah, like fucking... So... Yes, we get it. It's a fucking gaming thing. Stop it. It was... Do some nods in the gear. Don't make it part of the matches. It was... Five out of ten. It was. No, I mean, think fuck this, me. This match actively both annoyed and bored me. There was a couple of bits. I mean, that spear through the ropes onto the table was quite good. But but pretty fucking sloppy and could have killed both men. Um, the fucking German suplex where he dropped them on his head again. Sloppy and could have <laughs> killed a fucking man. I I give him this match a free gaff. I I'll just put a five. I just said that it was daft. It was. The comedy wasn't funny. It was there, it was sort of light entertainment, and it was. I miss. I think Ma- Ma- Michael Nakazawa did the best he could. Michael, he did, and like I believe with someone better, he could have a good comedy match. But he, this is like this man is not. He's wrestling. He's not a wrestler, and he's not a comedian. So it wasn't no. funny, and it wasn't a good wrestling match. I, I think mean, with it being the, on the sort of buying thing, it was fine. It, it, it still, I I watched it as part of the full show. I'm giving it a three. Do you want to meet in the middle of a four? Do it. Right. <laughs> so it's on the same level as Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins. Nice to fucking know. Um, now onto the main card. <laughs> and we have Seema versus Daniels. Now this match kind of disappointed me. Yeah, it wasn't as good as what we saw after the that, tag match. That tag match from Double or Nothing, which was amazing. Yeah. Um... It was alright. I mean, Daniel's start, I think he's starting to now slowly show his age. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I think that might be his last great match, that one we just saw. Mm-hmm. Um, at Double or Nothing, which is a shame, but it was fine. This was fine. Again, I like nothing the, blew I mean, my mind here. I like the, i tell you what made it really good was the, the, the story coming from the commentary team. Yeah, that was good. Um, they did put over the history, but unfortunately, we did not wrestle like two men who knew each other. Mm. It was alright. I mean, I liked how the sort of reference, like the fact he was Curry Man in a tag team with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was alright. It was. I mean, it was a quick match. It was alright. It keeps sort of uh, Chima looking strong when he fights Omega. Yeah, I think uh, that's literally just the whole purpose of this, since yeah. um, the OWE team lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it was it was fine. I've, I think I'd give it a six. I'd give, also give it a six, mostly yeah. because just what the I saw the angels' wings and I haven't seen that in a while, and I love that move. <laughs> um, but wait, no, because fucking Velvet Sky does it, but she does it badly. So, oh yeah. Um, next we had Rihu versus Nyla Rose versus Sakazaki, and th- this fu- started off slow but got really good. I enjoyed this; like it was fun. It was again, it was it was two people working together to defeat the enemy but then also turn on each other at times my one problem here is that um nyla rose does not work stiff enough <sighs> she came off more as a nia Jax 
than she came off, yeah, as like a sort of like more like a defensive monster than a beast that would attack somebody. I know, and which is just sort of going against her gimmick. Cause, I mean, her finishes literally got the fucking mm. beef bomb. Um, but um, this did spur on one of my favorite tweets of the weekend, which was I forget who it was from. But it was like, no matter how good as a ref- a referee you think you are, there's always two tiny Japanese w- women who will be better than you. <laughs> I did like how um, that uh, Rio was just stomping on everyone all the time. Yeah, and um, Sakazaki is just the most fucking. It's like a Hello Kitty, the wrestler. I, I've got she's a living manga character. She fucking is. Like I'd... everything about her is like quite funny. Yeah, and like <laughs> I, I love, I love Joshi's. I, just, I just wish the women's division was just Joshi's because apart from like Awesome Kong and Kylie Ray, everything in the women's division is a bit shit. Mm. So like, just have the Joshi's. I didn't. Um... I didn't expect uh, that Rio to get the win. I don't think anybody did. No. Well, we certainly didn't. We all thought Nyla. Um, mm-hmm. Thing is, from what I've read into Nyla after this match, she loses a lot. I suppose she does. The thing is, with, the, with that character and this, her size, she doesn't necessarily have to win to be imposing. You say that, Garth. We, we could have another big show on our hands, and no one wants that. No, nah, we obviously not, not having our wrestling and fucking nappies and stuff. <laughs> New Year's baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is really good. Um, I really like both Sakazaki and Ryu. Um, Nyla Rose obviously is a lot bigger, so has really good strength advantages, um, and was, and can have a really good set, but can't sell for shit. Like she couldn't take a Hurricane Rana, and I'm one for if you can't do, take the move, don't take the move. Yeah, don't do it. So like in future Nyla, just don't bump. <laughs> <laughs> don't bump, and we'll be fine. Um, I'd actually give it a seven. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I've got seven. I said it was just a really good, good fun match. If you like um, this, go watch um, Joshi. <laughs> it's fucking great. You can get it on several places. There's a free one on YouTube, which is I'm pretty sure where these two are from. Um, but also, Stardom's the best one. So why wouldn't you go watch Stardom? Um, mm. Just any excuse to plug Stardom, really. Gaff, I want them to like hire me for some for some. I don't know what I do. I I I'll, I'll clean up the streamers just. Hire me and move me to Japan. Um, next we have Adam Page versus Jimmy Havoc versus Jungle Boy with Luchasaurus versus MJF, and they went the most predictable, boring route because of went. Yeah, I did. I think it was only one of two people going to win at Mary's. Uh, we we both thought Havoc. Yeah, I thought Havoc because Page and MJF would be too busy. No, exactly, and that was the logical way to do it and give Havoc a good win. It was a really good promo by MGF. Yeah, so, no, he was in the match. I mean, like he just came out and was like, "No, I used to really love video games, and then <laughs> I lost my virginity." And to that, I say, "Don't worry, Rob, it'll happen for you soon." But um, this—he's he, a really good promo to a point. He get, I think he dragged it out a bit too much. He did, but I think he's. He's doing a Chris Jericho, isn't he? He's doing a, like, I'm going to play this character all the way through. I'm, I'm not... going to make sure you fucking hate me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Honestly, that bit where, uh, where the, they were all standing outside the ring and MJF sort of made it look like he was going to sort of do a dive. And he just stopped and he went, I don't have to flip. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's what I want. That's... Every fucker does those dives. This one. So you're so you're now seen as a heel for not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. This is a, 
Um, he does have a he does have a great grasp on his character. Um, yeah. Jungle Boy, I can see being a nice little mid card underdog. Oh um, yeah, definitely. Luchasaurus. Especially if he if he t- teams up with Luchasaurus. Boy and his dinosaur. I love it's just it. brilliant. Um, Havoc. If we have not seen his sadistic side yet, and it's a shame, because this is someone who was going to cut off Will Osprey's ear. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they'll get to do that though. Okay. If uh, then don't hire Jimmy Havoc. I'm sorry. It won't. You won't get to do it on telly when they go into the weekly TV stuff. I was about to say, but like, did you see the match with Moxley and Janela? That's just that's about as sadistic as you need to get for mainstream American TV. So, oh yeah. And like, we haven't even seen that yet. He didn't even do any hardcore stuff in this match, which I'm sorry, Jimmy Havoc is sort of nothing without that. I mean, he was all right. You could, again, he's. It's it's unfortunate that he's came in this late in his career. How old is he now? He, actually, he is. He's got to be late thirties, early forties. Thirty-five. Jesus. Yeah. I suppose he's had a bit of a hard round, hasn't he? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen him take some fucking crazy bumps live. Um. He's someone that obviously. Like though, so I think it's. But they have to. They did, he didn't take the pen, did he? Who took the, No, he did take the pen. It was uh, Page. Yeah, it was a quite a sort of abrupt ending. Yeah. Um. This was fine. Ultimately pointless. Give it. It was a good. I enjoyed it. I'd give it a six. I I went seven, just because I loved all the promo stuff with MJF. Right. And I, right then, I'll concede, but you're not allowed to argue on the Nexus Agreement. <laughs> I liked how. Uh, MJF was sort of mocking Bret Hart when he was doing the sharpshooter. Yeah, um, but it's all I'll... those li- it's all those little things where it's what it does is it doesn't do what the other promotions well WWE where they have to spoon feed you every piece of information. Mm-hmm. He was expecting people to catch on and say this is because I mocked Bret the thingy. Yeah, give like leave a bit of it to the um, like the people's sort of memory and imagination i do kind of get that this is like your ideal but like it's not mine i don't know i'd, I'd give it a six and I'll, I'll i'll concede the seven but you're not allowed to argue with me on our next disagreement <laughs> um cody versus darby allen this was your first proper exposure to darby allen yes what do you think I thought he bumped like a motherfucker. He did bump <laughs> like a motherfucker. You should, you should, I mean, you should see his match with fucking Walter. <laughs> I mean, he made Cody look like an absolute fucking monster. Yeah, he's a small dude. Co- he looks Co- like a skateboarder. Cody hardly broke a sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed his his sell, his the way all the moves that Cody did looked so impactful. It got, um, it got over Darby's sort of I won't fucking die character. It also got over the fact that he he, he knows how he work a part of the body like mm. he did with the hand over yeah. and over again. No, yeah, exactly. But he also isn't disciplined so he does it in a weird way. And I also liked how the match was timed. It actually had a time limit. Yeah, no. See, see Gav, if you watch New Japan... Oh man, shut up New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I have their time limit to like 90 minutes or something. No, the time limits is 60 <laughs> for a title match, 30 for non-title matches, 20 for exactly. non-title tag team matches. But, yeah, this was 
good. This is something they were naturally introducing throughout the whole ma- night, so it didn't feel forced. They didn't. It's not like they had it for this one match. It just gave the, a bit of urgency at the end. Yeah, you know, exactly, and it made Cody look like he would beat but Darby Allen if he had one more second, but also yeah. made Darby Allen look strong for hanging with Cody. Um, and then he did that get... stupid fucking back bump that he did, which <sighs> that was stupid. It was, I but I also this like is it. the biggest match of your career, so. I know, but he, he's taking dumber. He's ta- taking he's taking worse bumps on smaller stages. I get that. Uh, yeah, he seems like one of those two type of people that I would imagine he would let himself be thrown off a balcony. I think he has actually, but um, there you go. he's really good. He showed it off. Um, he's a made man now in AEW at least for another little while. I think a feud with him and Havoc would be great. Yeah, I like the or him and Janela. I like him using the, the sort of body bag and stuff. Yeah, um, and yet how he ended up in it. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. Um, but then we had the draw, which was, was totally unexpected. It was unexpected. Um, That's uh, good. It was, like, both men hit their finish, and both men looked strong. What would you give it? Uh, i give the match a seven. Hmm. But that is... I don't know if it's partly because of what happened after. I'd give it a seven. Um, the match itself. What did happen after was a tiny bit gross, but we'll get into that in a second. I mean, it was. It looked good. and It was effective. All right. So, uh, so Shane Spears comes out. Um, By the way, again, and I said this last time, I, f- I d- totally forget how big that motherfucker is. He is really big. Like it's because he was in yeah. the fucking land of giants. Um, and then feuding with Sanity, who has Alexander Wolf and um Dane in it. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, so Shane Spears comes out and fucking demolishes Cody with one chair shot. Unreal. Disgusting. Um, to be fair, it's not as bad as like, a Masato Tanaka to Mike Awesome chair shot. Yeah, but this is like 2019. Yeah, very <laughs> true. Um, and it's like, you can tell it was mistimed. Oh, absolutely. And this- But, fucking hell, it was, it was the point where you're like, shit, he is fucking hurt because like, MGF came running down. Yeah, you immediately, totally out of character. You do immediately have a hot feud, but Arthur never fucking do that again. Uh, it's, I mean, you can see if he did, or I don't know if he did not get legitimate fucking heat backstage for that. No, I one, think, no one seems I think, happy about the chair shot. I think MGF, he had a bit of a running with him. Oh, but did he, uh, they're on the same team for fight. I know, I saw that. That's stupid. I, I know. That's so stupid. Unless something comes out of it. Unless something comes out of it, but like, I don't know. But it was a bit where, um, like, obviously he smashed Cody. Mm-hmm. And then the camera sort of went away and then it came back. And then there's just this pool of blood appearing. Like, holy shit. And then there's like blood coming out of his, like... Of his nose or his eye or something. And I don't know if that happened before. Hair, it looks even worse. Yeah, and then someone in the company went. There's a flap of skin there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but luckily, what he's not seriously injured. So yeah, although I'm glad to see that Cody's back to standard seven out of ten. Like that, it was fucking weird having him in a massively good match. <laughs> he is like the definition of someone who he's like a Randy Orton. Here's the thing, like, he tries harder than Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. If Randy He'll Orton have, tried, he'd be amazing. Like, I don't think he would. I don't think Cody Rhodes could have a, a crap match. He did with Juice Robinson at Wrestle Kingdom. Really? Yeah. 
What do you mean, really? You watched it? Yeah, I'm just forgot about it. But I mean, most of the stuff I've ever seen him, I've always just thought that was all right. He's solid. Like, you know, he's solid. He's like he's he's the seven out of ten man. Yeah, definitely. If he was a band going he, up against the perfect ten, he, if he was a band, he'd be cast. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Nobody else is going to get that reference. Yeah, no. Okay. You're giving people... First of all, a lot of credit for listening this far into the podcast, but B, um, not enough credit because cast aren't exactly small. Uh, I don't know. I guess if they're American, they definitely won't know who the fuck cast are. But anyway, um, <laughs> moving on now. To like the actual good matches of the evening, you had the Elite taking on the Lucha Brothers with Laredo Kid. Now, what did you think? I loved it. It was really good. Um, I loved the video game reference of the uh, Street Fighter one. Here's the thing: I don't like Street Fighter. I know, shock. Get out. I don't like. I don't, I don't like fighting games in general. There's only two fighting games I like. Let us uh, guess. Um... Samurai Showdown? No. What? No. Why would you go obscure? <laughs> uh, Fatal Fury? No. Um, Blast Blue? Pink Glass Obscure. Yeah. Tekken? No. Uh, Smash Brothers? Yes. Uh, see, that to me, that's not... That's not technically a beat em up. It's a fucking fighting game, Gaff. And um, Injustice, that's my other one. No, that's alright, I suppose. I guess Injustice slash Mortal Kombat, but I prefer the character. I like characters in Mortal Kombat, but I don't like Mortal Kombat itself. I get that. I like them. I like beat em ups. Um, I like, I like the character design in Street Fighter. Like, I got who everyone was, but... It's from my uh, era. It is from <laughs> your era back in the 80s. Um, it was acceptable. Anyway, um... <laughs> what did you, this was really fun, um, really kinetic, like halftime heat. Just a fuck ton of moves. Yeah, I mean, at times again, and I always say it in these matches, I don't know who the fuck was the legal man. No, I didn't know who was who. <laughs> um, just things happened until eventually Kenny beat Laredo Kid, which is always going to happen. I loved the uh, the the end. The it was like round one fight. Yeah, that was that brilliant. Was first of all, funny, but second of all, sort of took a lot out of the match for me. Like, it became a bit more comedy at that point, which I get is Kenny Omega, but, you know. I'll tell you what was fucking unreal, the bit where Phoenix was thrown over the turnbuckle. Fucking Phoenix, man. Like, he... How is Pentagon seen as the better brother up until... Like, no idea. Phoenix is just amazing. And then there, there was the triple Hadoukens. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bit silly. That got... I, I got a kick out of that. I'm fine with that in, like, DDT. I'm not fine with it in serious matches. Nah, this was just a this was just a, a spot fest, really though. It was. Um, it was fun. Um, the Bucks were played a weirdly subdued role in this. Yeah, they did. Hi. Um, like no one re- apart from, apart from Phoenix because he always does. No one really stood out to me. Like it was just a bunch of moves happening to different people. Mm. Um, and it, and it, it and it was fun enough, but at the end of the day, I I can barely remember much of it. It's because there's just so much happening. I guess. Um, I don't know. Would you get it? The, the only, the, the bigger down for me, the only real down for me on this was there wasn't really much story or selling. No, exactly. So like nothing but, meant anything. 
Um, and I've criticised the books for this before, but then they seem to get it right, and then they seem to come out of it it's every now and then. It's not just a books thing, Phil. I know it's a it's a modern wrestling thing. Yeah, it's just how six man um six man tags are booked. Like yeah. you, you saw the books can sell. You saw it at Double or Nothing. Oh yeah. Like, cause the Bucks weren't even doing most of the spots here. It was all the glitches. I get. It. I mean, I, I enjoyed it still. Uh, I've gone eight. I agree with eight. I guess. Like it. Like everything was done so well that I can give it an eight. But also, like, honestly, honestly, if it was just a random six man with no one in you, I'd probably give it a seven. Ever being honest mm. with you. Kenny's not yeah. impressed. Been impressed with me so far in all elite, which is so sad. Maybe he's just saving it. Maybe. I don't know. What's his next couple of matches? It's Moxley and Seema. Yeah. Moxley one could be good. Moxley one could be like um his first Jericho fight. Um, Seema? I don't know. Seema's sort of slowing down. Seema's quite old. Yeah. How old is Seema actually? I'll just click on his name here. Seema is 41. Yeah. So like Seema's slowing down. I, I've... I don't know. I don't think we've been giving Kenny especially good opponents or scenarios. We'll see. We'll see. But, you know, this was fun. And next up was an unsanctioned match, which is my least favourite situ- stipulation. Just call it a death match. Um, with Moxley taking on Janela. This is good. Both, was men, good. both men were fucking insane. I mean, I'm not normally into like, sort of hardcore death matches. Neither am I. Although, have you ever seen a death match live, Gaff? No. I, um... I've been front row for a death match. I've not a death match, but I've seen uh, um, what match was it? It was a uh, Mick Foley versus somebody. Oh, is this a TNA taping? And TNA. Was um, this is one against Abyss? It was a hardcore justice one. I was, and they had the barbed wire out and stuff, and that got pretty nasty. The one I saw, I saw in ICW. I've seen two in ICW actually. This, the one I remember is um, Chris Renfrew versus Mikey Whiplash. Yeah. And fucking glass, and just disgusting. And I was in the front row, and it was disgusting. I loved it, but it was disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, and then with the T virus through like chairs and shit, it was awful. Um, fu- like um, boards of thumbtacks. It was just, yeah again disgusting. We 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 have no regard for their body. Um, but yeah, this was. This is fine. Like I feel like we didn't go quite far enough, but also like the feud didn't demand. I don't know. I feel like this if this was for a feud. I'd like it more, but as it stands, it was just sort of ooh, we're both, we both don't care about our bodies. Yeah, we're both crazy. Yeah, like literally like that. We're both crazy and both have blonde girlfriends basically, and it was fine. I say fine. It was match of the night. Thing is, that's the thing. But I don't know. I prefer Moxley's. I'm not in a very positive mood today, in case you can't tell. Um, I preferred Moxley's match against Juice, which had less crazy spots, but the spots meant more. Yeah. Whereas here, like, the one thing I did like was the taking off of the shoes for the thumbtack spots. Yeah, that was good. I thought that was good. Um, that must have fucking hurt as well. Yeah, no, it fucking must do. Um, I love the bit where it was, um, where the, the fans are. Chanting you sick fuck. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, they they both took as good as each other gave. Like no one was really being selfish in this match. Um, like 
this was the death match equivalent of 69ing, but <laughs> I don't know, like, but I know I think what gets me about this match, the show is definitely a fucking spot show, like, oh yeah, definitely, which is fine, but also like you, you, if you want it to be remotely good, you need to do insane shit, which no one like we did, but like not insane enough. It's weird. I think the thing is, the people. The people who want the insane, insane death shit will go and find it somewhere else. And I'm asking because Tournament of Death is either happening sooner or or just happened, one of the two. So. And the the, the hard thing that the hard thing that AEW face is how far can they go before they hit TV, and then what are they allowed to do on TV? I don't think we should go much further than they're going to get on TV, just because. That's what I mean because it's going to be. It's going to be jarring when they do it. I feel this is as far as they can go. Which, to be fair, this is about. This didn't go much further than like your standard full metal mayhem match. This is fine. I thought it was. It was fun. It was fine. It was um, fun. Like if it was more stakes, I think I'd love this more. But mm-hmm. as it stands, like it's an eight out of ten for me. I've gone eight as well, yeah. Which and is... I enjoyed the the aftermath as well. Oh, oh yeah, where Kenny and Maggie just speed triggers um, Moxley out and no. To be fair, those two work quite well together in the small segments we've seen. So mm-hmm. because I, I think. The fact that because Kenny Omega is such a good wrestler, people forget the fact that he is a like happy to get a bit crazy. He is like he he, he did come up in TDC. Like um, you say that his match with Cody last year got a bit crazy. Mm. So and that his, was... Jer- his match with Jericho was quite hard hitting. So. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, are you talking about his AEW one or his New Japan one? His New Japan one. Yeah, last thing I think this is going to end up being like a New Japan style one at um at all out, but. Overall, like this does not live up to um, double or nothing, but it wasn't meant to. No, I don't. It was very much what you quote unquote be pay per view. Yeah, in America, it's what you paid for, and for, and for me, it's what I paid for because I was mm-hmm. a bit of a naughty boy. But um, it was good. I, I, it's an overall thumbs up, really. Um, I wouldn't. It's not one where I'm like you have to go watch this, but. If you have time, go watch the Moxley Janana match. If you're looking for a hardcore thing, if you're looking for a spot fest, go watch the six man tag. Yeah. Um, if you watch looking for Joshi's, go watch Stardom. Um, yeah, it was fine. What was your match of the week, Gaff? Match of the week. It's a tough one to call because I enjoyed that match. I enjoyed the Lucha Brothers and Bucks. Um, I'm going to go with the Lucha Brothers and the Rio Kid versus the Bucks on Mega. Because I got a massive kick out of the Street Fighter references. Mm-hmm. The fact that they used the Street Fighter music to come down to, the, all of that stuff, just that's just for me. <laughs> uh, and the match was really great. Yeah, I'm yep. go- I'm gonna go with Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler in the cage from NXT this week. It's really good. I didn't see any of that. It's really good. Um, Io Shirai is basically a heel now. Um, turned on Candice LeRae, and um, she did a um, moonsault off the top of the cage, which is always fun. <laughs> um, but yeah. like, if it's from what we've talked about this week, it's Moxley versus Janela. That was uh, that would have been a close second for me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that has been the Podbeny Pro Wrestling Podcast. I've been 
Chris, Batsman Gaff. You can find me at CandyChris97. You can find Gaff at... Gothamania. I still hate that nickname. Uh, I, I, I prefer Drummer Jackson. <laughs> I, I yeah, just, but, I'm, I'm just but Gothamania, Gothamania is more, you know, relevant to the podcast. It is. Um... If you're, if, Hulk Hogan's our favourite? No, he's not. Um, if you're, if you're going to be in Newcastle this weekend at the Progress Show, um, I'll be there. Garth might be there, be there if I can pull his arm enough. Maybe. Um, which is gonna just going to be now until um, Saturday, just me pulling it down. Um, what what else? You can find Rob at Real Rob Goodwin. Like, is there any is there any famous Rob Goodwins? Don't say That's our Rob. <laughs> um. I don't know, you can find us on all the places the guy told you to find us at the beginning. Not Simon Miller, the guy after Simon Miller. Um, you can find us on several different podcast things, which is, I don't know why we tell you that every time, because, like, I, how else would you have found us? But, like, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, which I still get a kick out of, um, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Podbean, Podcast Addict, etc. Um, you can find me on Tinder. Um <laughs> <laughs> every week every, every week every week until some i match someone and goes hey i finally found you um that's about it anything else you want to say gaff uh have a good weekend everybody enjoy slammiversary have a good weekend um don't let crippling sadness get you down that's gonna get me down but you know um bye everyone you've been listening to the Podmania pro wrestling podcast follow us on twitter at Podmania. Facebook at Podmania Podcasts and YouTube and Instagram at Real Podmania. And check out the website podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Podmania.